The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I must have never been paying attention When you were just talking to me Alrighty, let's get this show on the road, shall we? Hi, I'm Tom Duggan here on the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, top two guys, Smoke Shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Boy, do we have a real treat for you today. First of all, Kiana, can you believe it, right? Hello. She's still here. There's a woman this beautiful, still wants to spend any time with me at all. I can't even believe that myself. No place I'd rather. Um, so we normally start the show and we do news and then we talk about the news. But we've got a guy on the line we're going to interview today who is news himself. And he's going mm. through a lot of stuff um, that I think that the public needs to be aware of because it is an erosion of our free speech, little by little, that's going on in the in the what I call Obama's America, even though Trump is president, we're still living from the effects of, of Barack Obama. And um, he, he I'm, I, I don't know, I actually don't even know what his real name is. We, we just call him Uncle Turtle Boy, because, you know, out of, <laughs> out of love. Um, and so let's bring him up on the screen. Uh, hopefully uh, we can do that split screen. People can see him. You, you got everybody up there? Okay. He's up there. He's up there. Great. Okay. Um, so are you with us on the line? I believe so. All right. Awesome. So tell us, tell people what is Turtle Boy. Whenever I say to people, "Hey, did you see the new Turtle Boy story?" They say, "Well, what's a Turtle Boy?" So explain to people what is Turtle Boy. Like why Turtle Boy? Uh, well, why Turtle Boy? It's uh, it's named after the uh, statue in downtown Worcester. Have you ever seen the statue? It's pretty funny. No, I haven't. It's uh, it's a boy riding. It looks like he's uh, doing uh, unnatural things to the turtle. I see. Against the turtle's will. Um, <laughs> but in actuality, what he's doing oh, is wow. releasing the turtle into the wild. Right? And so uh, – but it looks – it's just a funny-looking statue. It looks terrible. Uh, but it, everybody who's been in Worcester knows, like, the Turtle Boy statue. Uh, I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually looking at it online. You, you, were, you were being kind when you said yeah, it looks like he's lying. doing something uh, – <laughs> Something untoward to the turtle. So turtleboysports.com is your website, and you guys break news that is not traditional news. It's a different kind of news medium that I actually kind of thought was brilliant. The first time I saw it, um, the regular news, uh, they really only report on the bad behavior of like elected officials and public figures. And you guys, de- uh-huh. you guys decided to go after the bad behavior of like regular people that are doing criminal things. Uh, which is certainly a free speech issue. Um, it's certainly a public mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Talk about why you guys started this and what it is that you're doing. Uh, well, it started when I was I was a high school teacher for 11 years, and this started as a hobby. It was supposed to be about sports. That's why Turtle Boy Sports is called in it. But uh, the idea was that multiple people could pen under the nom de plume Turtle Boy, right? Uh, because... 
you can't say what you, you really feel about things these days because you risk losing your job. Hmm. And this idea that you have to pick between your job and free speech, that's you're not free if you have to choose that. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. This idea they'll say, well, you just you know, you, you you don't have a right to your job, you know, you, there's there's free speech, but there's also consequences. Consequences and free are not words that go along together. <laughs> right. And this idea that like you can't like teachers, like I'm a teacher, you can't if I express an opinion about let's say bullying. Right. That was at odds with the curriculum. Uh, I could face discipline for that. And I did face discipline for that. And that's why, you know, we started this anonymous thing. And that way other people could also pen under the same who felt the same, you know, uh, weariness that I did could also pen under that name. So what was your first story? Like, What were your first types of stories? Were they these kind of uh, one of the things that you do that I love so much is you, you go after people that have fake GoFundMe pages. <laughs> That just kind of happened. That definitely was not the plan when the blog first started. Like I said, it was supposed to be about sports, but then I realized there's only so much people care about sports. Uh, and I hate to say it, but it's a largely male audience when you do that. Um, you just, it's a saturated market. Everybody writes about sports. You're not going to get that far with doing that. Right. But then I realized there were some stories that really uh, resonated with people. There was an incident in September of 2014 involving a school bus in Worcester in which a bunch of parents didn't want to follow procedure to get their kids off the bus and they recorded themselves like like attacking the bus driver raiding the bus like Blair Witch style and it, we call that blog busky right because these parents were so upset and all this stuff and the media was being really kind to the parents and I said uh-uh the victim here is the bus driver and these out of control ratchet parents in their pajama pants right who want to act a fool uh, you know uh like act like savages around their kids. Like mm. they would have got off the bus. The kindergartners were supposed to get off first. That was the procedure. They didn't want to follow the procedure. And so they just raid the bus and we called them out for it. You know, and, and that blog kind of went viral. It was our biggest, we were averaging like, you know, a couple hundred people a day on the site. That day we had 55,000 people on the site. That's amazing. And, and so we're like, wow, we can really take off with this. Use social media to expand. Next thing you know, we realized that's the kind of story that resonates with people. We started doing more stuff like that. So that's like when you really felt like it took off. You know, you, you put that story, it starts as a blog, all of yeah, a sudden oh, you have tons of people reading what you have to say. Yeah, basically, I mean, it's because of Facebook largely because Facebook enables us to share content, right? Back in the day, it used to at least. Right. Uh, you know, and so we would, I had like a few hundred followers on our Facebook page and it wasn't really going anywhere. Then that blog came out and it was shared and viewed so many times. The next day we had 5,000 followers wow. and it just kind of grown from there. Like that was the most important blog we've ever published. So now you guys are making money on this? Yeah, I used to make more money. Um, but uh, basically, you know, you see we have advertisements and stuff on the page. Um, and that goes through an ad network that uses Google AdSense. And... Uh, our, the people that don't like our blog, and there's lots of them, um, they have figured out that they can get you banned from Google AdSense if they just report you like a million times. Right. And nobody actually reviews any of this stuff at Google. Hmm. An algorithm gets triggered. Next thing you know, you know the, the, the rate that we're being paid for you know, advertisers on our site went down by like 80%. So I lost like 80% wow. of my revenue wow. from last year. Wow. And so, I mean, it sucks, but you just find you got to find new revenue streams. You know what I mean? Like we never, I, I was never one to ask for money, um, but we do have a PayPal donation button now because I think people understand that like, if you want this to continue, 
free speech isn't free. Right. You know, um, and so that's why I, when I, I always donate to sites that I, you know, I really like now because I understand that especially if your views tend to lean right as ours do uh, to the right, uh, you're, you're liable to be attacked by social justice mobs. Well, they yeah, don't ab- want you to say what you're saying. Absolutely. So, you know, you... I mean, obviously, from understanding, you know, being a little bit more rightist than anything, you know, you're going to get the attacks. You, you're saying that you have people who are, you know, just attacking the ads. But, you know, we live in a world where today somebody says Trump and all of a sudden you're getting death threats. So how do you handle, I mean, this can't be the only way that people are throwing controversy towards you, you know, that they're attacking you. What other types of controversies do you kind of face? And how do you handle that as somebody who's, you know, promoting free speech and, you know, wants it available to the public? You know, I used to teach history, right? And so the, you know, the first amendment and free speech are really important issues to me from a historical perspective, right? Like the kind of people that make the history book aren't the people that go along to get along. They're the people that challenge the status quo. Like our founding fathers, they all risked their lives so we could be Mm -hmm. free and have, you know, these freedoms. If if today that wouldn't happen. Right. Because everyone would be like, no, I can't do that. My job. I'm, I'm too scared. I'll have to let the British sleep in my house and all this stuff. <laughs> and so the yeah. book is about, you know, um, the many ways in which although the First Amendment does exist, there are so many ways to circumvent it. Right. right? And to deny people the right to speak. For instance, boycotts, boycotts. When Rosa Parks was boycotting, she was boycotting something that she was using. Right. And she was using the collective uh, economic power of black people in Montgomery to fix a problem and it worked. Okay. Mm-hmm. The problem nowadays is these David Hogs of the world use, don't understand the difference between boycott and harassment. Right. They're not using any of these advertisers for Fox news. They're just calling them up and harassing them to the point where they just get, they say, this isn't worth it. And they leave. And then they pat themselves on the back and say, look what we did. We got this person taken off the air or we did this. Look at us. We're policing speech. It's just a way to control speech economically. There's also been, you know, we get death threats all the time. Um, you know, like that's why initially I didn't want to, you know, say who I was. I, I eventually stopped caring because uh, more than anything, I realized that quote unquote death threats are nothing more than words on a computer screen that only have the power that you give them. Have you, you ever know received I mean? like, like any uh, type of credible death threat? Go ahead. Say it again, Kayla. Oh, have I you? get death threats. Oh, yeah. Uh, I get death threats all the time. Like uh, I've had some good ones that I kind of explain more uh, in detail in the book. Um, but I've had people just call me up, tell me they're going to rape my wife and family wow. and uh, kill me and slit my throat. They know my address is. They've, I've had people open up Craigslist ads in my name uh, for free <laughs> kayak with, with my phone number. And so I get bombarded with uh, phone calls for a free kayak. I've had them do it to my wife as well. Uh, I mean there's no – level these people will not go to to silence speech and that's scary that the lengths that people will go to to do that um but i can't let them win i'd be like betraying the founding fathers that's honestly how i view it like i would be those guys they knew when they revolted from england there's like a 10 percent chance we're gonna win this thing right. you know a really small chance we're going into the biggest superpower that has ever existed at the time we're gonna give it a shot and they realized if we lose which we probably will we're all gonna hang Right. But they did it anyway because balls, right? And, and I would be betraying them if I just gave in to these idiots. Like my, the front of my car has "fu" keyed into it, and I and I look at that every day with like a sense of pride. I'm like, I triggered someone so badly that they felt the need to come and key up my car, and wow. I'm not even phased by it. 
Wow. So how do, how do you handle, you know, you've got a beautiful wife, you've got great kids. How do you, how do you handle it on a personal level when, you know, look, I get death threats all the time too, but I, you know that oh, 90% sure. of them are just a bunch of kids being idiots. But every once in a while you get one right, that, right. That, that seems like it could be something you should be worried about. And then how do you handle that? You know what? I, I just tell myself, you know what? I'm not the first guy to do this. Like Rush Limbaugh pisses off way more people than I could ever dream of That's doing. That's true. You know, and, and he's still going. Sean Hannity's still going. These guys are even on the left. Like these made. I'm sure Rachel Maydow gets threats from right wingers. You know, like it is what it is. You just have to keep going. You can't let these people stop you. It's just a a, a way in which you are supposed to voluntarily give up your rights because of someone else's crappy behavior. Not going to happen. Now, you're involved in uh, some lawsuits, as are we, because people try to use lawsuits to silence you, not so much to win, not because they feel like they've legitimately been slandered, hmm. but because they want to silence you, you. Are you there? Did we? I, I lost you. You started talking about lawsuits. Yeah, so I was, ask- yeah, so I was asking you, um, we know that people file lawsuits generally not so much to win, but because they know it's going to cost you so much to fight it that it could bankrupt you, you're involved in a couple of lawsuits now. Yeah. Are you are you free to are you free to talk about those? Sure, I've been in lawsuits before, and I'm free to talk about those as well. Um, I've been sued by first guy to ever sue me is a guy named Gordon Davis. Sued me in like 2016. He's like a local moron, uh, and uh, he's he's like a local crazy guy, radical social justice protester. And we pointed that out that he was in fact a crazy man. And he sued us for that. I said he lost all this business. Of course he didn't. He was making it all up. <laughs> Luckily, I had a lawyer named Margaret Mellican who handled that pro bono. We won that. Then I've been sued by <clears throat> the rapper Talib Kweli. He ended up dropping that one because he didn't want to go to court. Um, I've been sued by a former ally of mine, uh, Michael Gaffney, who was, uh, he was conservative. He ran for mayor of Worcester. But he kind of lost his marbles towards the end there um, in 2017, and uh, we did not endorse him for election that year. And as a result, he sued me. It went on like 10 months. It was absolutely absurd, the amount of paperwork that required. Because he is a lawyer, too, so it was free for him. It was all fun and games for him. For us, it's obviously a pain in the ass. Um, So there was that. We won that. Um, I'm currently being sued by – and I was in court yesterday for this one – there's a guy named Ryan Waters uh, who was featured in a blog a couple years ago, and uh, he allegedly punched his girlfriend and killed his dog, right? And these are the kind of scumbags that we blog about. Right. And this individual, uh, he was never found guilty of it because the charges were dismissed because the woman did not testify against him as victims of domestic violence are wont to do. And uh, he believes that this is the same thing as not guilty, right. and, be- and now he's suing us for libel, and he's also – suing her, uh, the, the, the girl that he punched in the face. And uh, I actually went to court yesterday with her to support her in Springfield. And he actually dropped the charges against her because we brought like a mob of turtle riders there and packed them in the courtroom and they all had their turtle gear on. You could tell he was faced. That's awesome. So you, you had a bunch of people show up with their turtle gear on? Yes. And he actually quoted in front of the judge yesterday. He actually said, Your Honor, uh, I, I can't get a job because I'm in fear for my life because turtle riders are messaging me. And he like read something from Brett killer and that Brett's one of our more um, colorful uh, turtle riders. And uh, he read something he wrote and he actually mentioned, he said, 
And Your Honor, they have a, uh, a Turtle Boy graveyard that they put people in after destroying their lives. We do have a Turtle Boy graveyard, and we do put people in it after we have successfully exposed them. And for instance, like the superintendent of schools in Worcester, she was terrible. And we got her to resign. So she goes in the graveyard. So that's the kind of people that go there. I gotcha. We're going to take a very quick break. Um, when we come back, those of, those of you who are watching, you're watching, paying attention, those who are listening on the Spotify and Podbean and all of our audio, pod, uh, audio podcasts, uh, we are talking with Turtle Boy from Turtle Boy Sports. You can find him at turtleboysports.com. He's got a book we're going to ask him about a little bit when we come back. Uh, we want him to sell as many books and as many uh, sweatshirts as he can. We want to try and help Turtle Boy keep going because we believe in the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't always agree with you. Maybe we could talk a little bit about that uh, down the road. But um, yeah, let's do it. But but that but I like, that's I like disagreements. Listen, that's what free speech is about. You have to defend the speech you don't agree with. Otherwise, the speech you do agree with is going to go away. So we'll be back right. We'll be back in, in two less than two minutes here on Paying Attention with Tom Duggan and Kiana. Hey. Auto body. We get our friend Angelo over there. Angelo Memolo over there. He does great work on your car. So if you got a ding in your car, somebody hits you, you got a mechanical problem, you bring it to AM Auto. He's on South Broadway in Lawrence on Inman Street. Angelo will take care of you. Um, so what's the address there? 341 Three- South Broadway, Lawrence, Massachusetts. I don't know why these guys love me so much. I really don't. But Twin Lights, let me tell you how, how dedicated I am to helping my sponsors. The guys at Twin Light Security needed an extra security guy to do private investigations and to do security for a certain thing in Boston. And they posted it on my page and asked if it was okay if they could use my page to solicit hiring people. And I said, you know what? As busy as I am, these guys sponsor the show. They sponsor the Valley Patriot. They give us $1,000 for the bash. I'm going to go work for these guys. So I called up Pat McLaughlin and I said, look, you help us every single time we need something. Whenever I put out a call, you're there. If you need an extra person and you're short, I'll take the night off and I'll come work for you. And so I, ha- so I have been. I've been doing some work for them because they're helping us. And so there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to find a way to help them in the meantime. So if you need security or if you're getting divorced and you need a private investigator, if you have a business and you need a private investigator or security, uh, you want to call Twin Lights Security. They're based out of Gloucester, but they're very local. If while I'm driving around Lawrence, I get shot and killed, make sure you get my body to Perez Funeral Home because we do business with the people who do business with us. And he's on South Broadway. With the, it's the old Scott Funeral Home. If, you were, if you're an old-time Lawrence resident, it's the old Scott Funeral Home on, on South Broadway. Perez Funeral Home at 298 South Broadway in Lawrence. Um, you can, they do crematory services. They do all the stuff that they're supposed to do, right? And uh, Mike's a, a big fan of the show. He followed us when we go live. He's an advertiser now in the print edition of the paper, and he's now sponsoring this program. Perez Funeral Home and Crematory Services, 298 South Broadway in Lawrence. We appreciate him. Franklin Veloz from Veloz Auto Group. Uh, He specializes in people that have uh, maybe bad credit, no credit. Maybe you haven't had a job for a long period of time, so you don't think that maybe you qualify for a car loan. Usually, you know, they want you to have a job for a year or more. Uh, he specializes in getting people who have bad credit or no credit or maybe spotty credit, uh, getting them into a used car 
He used to work for Charlie Dale's Commonwealth Motors for a long, long time, so he knows his stuff. I think he was a credit manager over there or something. So he knows what he's doing, and um, and he follows us live too. I really appreciate that he does. Every time I see him pop on, I'm very excited about it. And I was there yesterday to deliver his newspaper, and he said he's already had customers come in from us talking about him on this show. So we appreciate Veloz Auto Group. Go see Franklin. He's at 17 Mass Ave. It's right at the very beginning of Mass Ave on the Lawrence North Andover line. Excellent. My audience is loving Turtle Boy. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you that. I've never had more instant messages during the show than I have today. Right. My audience loves you, Turtle Boy. They love you. <laughs> well, thank you. Tom Duggan, Tom Duggan, back here on the Paying Attention podcast. If you'd like to uh, sponsor a podcast, it's $50 for the week. We will promote you on social media in between shows. We will promote you during the show. We will come and we will, if, if you own a pizza shop, me, my friends, my family will all come and we'll buy pizza. We'll make it a part of like whatever it is that we're doing in our regular day. We believe in doing business with the people who do business with us. And so you sponsoring this show helps us to keep it going. Mm-hmm. It also helps the Valley Patriot, which is now the brand new Valley Patriot is now on the streets. Um, the January edition. And we do have an announcement that uh, we are going to have our 15th anniversary Valley Patriot Bash Woo. Scholarship and Award Night, April 5th at the Firefighters Relief Inn in Lawrence. Now, last year, we got hit with that lawsuit a week before the bash, yeah. and it hurt our attendance. This year, we were asking our supporters to help make up for that. Uh, we've lowered the price so more people can come. We've lowered the price of the raffle tickets. And if you bring an unopened package of socks for the homeless to the Valley Patriot Bash, we will give you 5 or $10, depending on how big the, the, the package is, 5 or $10 in free raffle tickets. We always have some great raffle items. We had some yeah. TVs and some ski lift tickets and concert tickets last year. Also, the band Prospect Hill, which is originally from Lawrence, they're, they're worldwide now, uh, they're going to be coming and they're going to perform for us uh, after we give out our scholarships. So April 5th, we've got an Eventbrite page. Please go and pick up your tickets. We'd appreciate that. Um, and of course, uh, uh, we have uh, Heroes in Our Midst Volume 2 will be out within an, uh, probably within the month. Awesome. Probably by next month at this time, Volume 2 of Heroes in Our Midst, we honor local veterans. Uh, we have 134 local veterans that we honored in, in Heroes in Our Midst Part 1. And we're probably going to have another 100 that we're going to be honoring. All local people. So if you're local and you buy this book, you, you're going to see somebody that you know for sure. On the line, we have Uncle Turtle Boy. Uncle uh, Turtle Boy. Uh, do we know your, your real name? Is it, is it okay to say your real name? Or would you? Yeah, my name's Aiden. Everybody calls me Uncle Turtle Boy. All right. Well, I'm going to stay with Uncle Turtle Boy because we love what you do. Um, Sometimes we disagree. Now, we wrote a story, um, I don't know, about a month ago about a woman who had um, Columbia gas came into her house and somebody supposedly wrote the N-word on a pipe uh, in her basement. And I fed it over to Turtle Boy and said, hey, this looks like a good story for you guys. And they took the exact opposite view that I had. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I missed I missed what you're saying, but I we've talked about this story, so I think I understand what this is about. Yeah, it's so about the, the woman with the pipe in the basement, it had the N word on it. Yeah, and you didn't think you thought it was legitimate, and we thought something was shady about it. Yeah, and so like you know, I'm not perfect, and I realize that I'm not perfect. I I, I know that I know that I've got a really good sense for this stuff, and I I 
I'm, I'm normally the guy calling the bogus stories out, as you guys are, but I kind of thought that this was legitimate, so I wrote the story, and I fed it to Turtle Boy, and then I saw their story, and they eviscerated it, and I went, wait a minute, we were on the same side. And, uh, and, and well, You got to understand, I got a bunch of writers here, and I don't even control the con- – like that. when I got – I was intending and looking more into that story. By the time I got home, after we talked, it had already been blogged about, so – um, that happens. And so, yeah, I mean, sometimes I don't even agree with some of the bloggers that I have, uh, but free speech. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, that's awesome. I have three columnists that write for me. I hate every single thing that they write. And I call them and tell them every month, listen, I really hate everything that you just wrote. And they said, well, do you not want me to write anymore? And I say, of course I want you to write because my newspaper yeah. is not to promote my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's, to, it's to provide a vehicle for other people to provide their opinions. And obviously you're yeah. do, obviously doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. We're very similar in that um, regard, for sure. Talk about your book. How can people get it? And what do you talk about in the book? Yeah, so uh, this is the book right here. It's also available in ebook. Uh, it is like 300 and something pages long, 340 pages long, something like that. Um, but obviously, I'm a little biased uh, because <laughs> I honestly think this book is very compelling um, and very good just because um, not only the fight for free speech, but my background as a teacher is kind of detailed in here. I kind of published some parent emails that I've gotten. So people get a, a view into the world of what it's like to be a public school teacher and the nonsense that they have to deal with on a daily basis. And just kind of how that experience motivated me to kind of start this blog and watch it grow. Now, this blog was supposed to be a hobby initially, um, but it grew into my livelihood after an incident um, when I went to a Buffalo Bills game uh, to watch the Patriots, as we do every year in October of 2014, uh, right after Busgate, uh, and uh, went up there and I, uh, t- you know, videotaped a lot of the uh, time in the stadium because Bills fans are savages, and you know we always beat them too, so it's great, uh, and they hate us, and it's awesome. I love it. I-, I thrive off of that kind of environment, and so you get these people that are like calling us homos and all this stuff and throwing shit at us and blah blah blah, and you know I videotaped it all. I recorded it all and I go home and I put it on a blog. Right. And it actually it gets some views over here in Massachusetts, but it blows up over there in Buffalo. Everybody reads it like these obnoxious pages. Now, granted, I was quite obnoxious during the game. I always am uh, during Patriots games because it's sports right. and it's ultimately a game. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, first down. Yeah. You know, you talk crap. They talk crap when they score. That's just how it works. And like there was one point during the game um, in which they were throwing batteries at me. You know what I mean? And so we would score. And I'd turn around and I'd go like this, you know, like the international sign for fuck off, like get out of here, right. you know. And so that came back to haunt me though, because uh, there was another, there's a blogger in Buffalo that wrote a blog called BuffaloBruises.com, and he wrote, a, he found out who I was, and he kind of like outed me, if you will. Mm. And he he wrote a blog and he said, I don't care if he says that I'm Turtle Boy, but he said that like I sexually harassed or assaulted a girl behind me by jerking off on her. That's what this motion was. Like, it's like the whole crowd, you know what I mean? Right. But it's like, somebody said it on the internet, it must, I mean, just, it's so absurd to think that somebody literally stood there in front of 60,000 people and masturbated on a girl. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you said. Yeah, but it didn't matter. It doesn't have to be true. It's on the internet, so it's true, right? right. And so uh, that blog spreads like wildfire and every one of my students reads it by Tuesday of the next week. Oh, boy. And my school was getting death threats and emails and all this crap. And it turned into a whole incident. And there's been other teacher sex scandals that were 
happened at this particular school that I explained more in the book. And so the school was in like cover up mode, right? Mm. And so they're like, uh, yeah, we need to, um, we, we got to figure out a solution for this. We can't fire you. You haven't done anything. Uh, but it's a huge nightmare. So how about we pay you a full year's salary to walk away? And I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that because that way I can just have a little nest egg here to kind of turn this hobby of mine into a business. Mm. And here we are. So now you, you lost a lot of revenue, you said, uh, before the last break, um, when they started changing the algorithms and people started complaining about you. Have you, oh, been, a- too, yeah. have you been able to turn that around? Have you, been able, to su- have you been able to supplement that? Are you there? Yeah, I kind of missed part of the thing. You, you mentioned something about um, Facebook algorithms is the last thing I heard. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just wondering. You said that you lost about 80% of your business at one point. Has that come back now, given that you're a lot more known? And, and I lo- by the way, I, I love what you do when you do the Lawrence stories. I just I, I don't know how you come up with these terms, hood boogers and all this other stuff. <laughs> but I just la- I sit in my office and I laugh. And the girls in the other office come in and go, what are you laughing at? And they're like, you got to see this. This is hysterical. I don't come up with the names. The, the, the bloggers do. And then we actually sometimes we're in like a, a group chat message and and we'll be like – somebody will say, quick, I need a name for this person. And they'll send the picture and people will just <laughs> shout out names. Like, how about this? How about this? You know? And it's sometimes we're like, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. We'll call her that. Uh, and so – but it's all – it's free speech, you know? And that's what pe- they'll say. People will argue, right? Well, that's bullying. You're not being nice to that You're person. being mean. No one in the Constitution – does it say I have to be nice to you? That's not, not how free speech works. Right. If you're doing terrible things, I'm not going to say that you're doing good things. I'm going to point out how terrible you are, and then I'm going to make up a word like Grundle Queen, and I'm going to name you. Right? <laughs> That's just, And there's nothing wrong with that. And if, if this acts as a deterrent to crappy behavior, then I would argue that's improving society. We're not just doing this for shaming them for shaming them purposes. We're doing it so that people stop acting in a shameful manner. So why, let me ask you, because people ask me this all the time. Why do you do this? Like, like what, what, is it, what is it that makes you keep doing this? You get death threats. You get people trying to sue you. You've got people reporting you on social media. You get people trying to silence you. They're keying your car. They're threatening your family. Why do you keep going? I mean, I know why I keep going. I do it because I love what I do. But why do you keep going? Like, what is it that, that, that spurs you guys to keep doing what you do? Same reason. Man, I love what I do. I love free speech. I love Turtle Boy. I love what it stands for. I love the difference that it makes. I wouldn't want to live in a world without it, quite frankly, because we give a voice to the voiceless. People contact us anonymously all the time with stories, man, and and these stories would be untold. Like, obviously, the biggest one we did was the state police one um, and all that. And, you know, we did a few of them. Not only did we expose the judge's daughter and that whole thing and that cover up, but we also got the the, the pot uh, dealing state trooper, all right, and her boyfriend who helped cover up the Timmy Murray crash in 2011. And so, I mean, those are three big stories that no one else had spoken. Now, how do we get those stories? Because state troopers come to us anonymously, right? They can't speak out, right? They'll, they can't be whistleblowers. They'll be disciplined for that. Mm-hmm. But they want the message out there, so they do it through Turtle Boy. Right. You know what I mean? And so we've created that. And I, I wouldn't give that up for anything. I love it. It's obviously a lot... When you're a teacher, it's nice because you're never going to be rich. You'll always be middle class and you'll always know when your next paycheck's coming. Right. And you'll know that there's like a pension at the end of this. And so it's it's a safe career. Uh, whereas with this, it's like, I don't know, year to year, I'm going to make a different amount of money, you know? And, and so, uh, but it's all just about adapting to it. Like, you know, 
we can't count on advertising revenue anymore, we got to come up with new ideas like the book, the, the sweatshirts, uh, you know, just people donating and stuff like that. Um, it, it's really helped us get through a really trying time. Do, does the, the books and the, and the T-shirts and the sweatshirts, uh, does that help you get back to where you were before you lost your 80 percent or are you still fighting to get back in? Wish. I wish. Probably uh, maybe makes up another 30 percent or so, something like that. I'm not sure. I'd have to go, look, wow. go back and look at the number. But, you know, it's enough to get by as long as I can justify leaving teaching um, and make a salary comparable to that, then uh, – you know, I can justify doing this to my wife mostly. But, one, one of my, uh, you know, one of my favorite stories that you did, uh, only for self-serving reasons, was bottle lady, uh, the lady that was that hit the hit the two guys over the head with the bottle in Lawrence during a fight in the middle of the afternoon, and and the funny thing was that I, it was something I hadn't thought of, and I wrote the original story when you guys covered it. You you mentioned that you know it's the middle of the afternoon, it's in the middle of traffic, nobody's honking their horns, everyone's afraid to say anything. Nope. They just sat there and watched. Nope. <laughs> no, the no Trump didn't even attempt to go through. Like if I was there, I'd be like get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. But like, everyone's just, you know what? Just another day in Lawrence. Some people getting hit over the head with bottles. It happens. Oh well. Kiana has a question for you. So um, you say that you have so many people who are, you know, sending you stories and writing for you. Is this something, you know, if somebody sees something, are you opening it to, you know, the public? They have a story they want. Just come forward, you know, shoot you a message. How? Where do we go from here if somebody has something that they want to bring to you? Yeah, so how it works is they can either send us a tip and we'll write it, right? Or they can try their hand at it and uh, write up a blog. And if it fe- if it fits the brand, we'll publish it under the non Plume Turtle Boy. And so we've done it both ways before. Uh, is there? A, I've been looking while you were talking for a link to your book because I wanted to post it, but I can't find a link to your book. Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Oh, okay. It's on Amazon, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll grab it. If you go on Amazon and say, I am Turtle Boy, it'll okay. come up. All right, awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that while we're yeah, talking. Like- Sorry, like seventy-four five-star reviews in there. Feel free to read the reviews. I mean, those are honest reviews from people who have purchased the book. It's getting really good reviews just because it's a compelling story that kind of affects us all and it highlights a problem that a lot of people haven't really addressed, and that is the many ways in which uh, free speech is circumvented in our society and how people try to stop it. Um, and, and it's not just about us. It's about it's about you. It's about anybody. This can happen to anybody who shares a view that is considered outside of the mainstream or quote unquote controversial can be silenced. Like, do we want to live in a world full of milk toast stories? And, and I, I think that one of the reasons why you guys have been successful is because the mainstream media is so bad at their jobs these days that people are looking for something different. And you guys certainly provide that. How did you, how did you decide to, to do it in the format that you're doing, whereas most news blogs are talking about like, you know, what they consider like legitimate news. And you guys took it in a totally different direction. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I think the mainstream media is afraid to shame people and individuals because they don't want to be known as mean. I don't care about that, you know. Uh, and but that, I mean, they do. Here's the thing. Here's what's hypocritical about them. They're not afraid to be mean to Republicans, are they? Right, right. You know, like every, every or like, you know, the white woman who calls the cops on a person of color mistakenly. Right. Those people go viral. And they're like made internet villains by the mainstream media. They don't mind shaming those people and right. ruining their lives, right. you know. Uh, but they do ha- they do take objection when you shame the person who is selling their food stamps on, on Facebook. 
You know, that's bullying, quote unquote. <laughs> right. And I get a lot of comments from Lawrence Latinos. I have a lot of Latino friends. So I have a lot of Latinos who follow me. And, and when I post some of your stories about Lawrence, the first thing they say is, that's racism. You, I'm sure you get called a racist all the time. Can you talk about that? Let me tell you about my Latino friends in uh, Lawrence. They love it. They love Turtle Boiler. We get so many good – we have so many uh, Dominican uh, sources for news out of that city. It will make your head crawl. They're always in our inbox. The people that you're hearing from are the loudmouths that people are afraid to stand up to. Right. You know, The vast majority of the Latino population likes Turtle Boy. I mean – the Latino population in this country, people, they're, they're underestimated, right? Like even with Trump, like he got a third of Latino vote, a third. And he's allegedly this guy that hates, you know, Latinos, right? But they vote for him in large numbers, you know, and, and, and Latinos and people of color, they like Turtle Boy in large numbers. And so this, I, the, most of the people that are calling Turtle Boy quote unquote racist, first of all, I said it once, I'll say it again. Show me one racist thing we've ever published. I'll take the blog down forever. No one's ever taken me up on that, okay? Because they're full of crap. Racist is what you say when you've lost the argument. Right. It's just it's what you do. And so it really means nothing to me, like, at all. When people say racist, it's like that literally means nothing. And I found a an effective way to combat this is just give it right back to them. You call them racist. Mm-hmm. It's just like they don't know. They're like, oh, wait, I'm not racist. Yeah, let's turn the tables. Let's put you on the defensive here. Go. Right. It's fun. Right. I, to, quite frankly, I don't think you're wrong. I think most of the people who make bogus racial allegations are racist. Mm. They look at this color of your skin or the color of my skin, and they say, oh, well, because he's white and he said that, that must mean he's racist. I'm like, well, isn't that the definition of racism? Yeah, exactly. We also have, you know, people say we're sexist. Almost all of my bloggers are female, all, the highest paid ones especially. Right. And so this idea that, you know, nothing they say can be – we've had people of color that write for me. You wouldn't know it because it's all anonymous. Right. Um, but certainly it's, it's absolutely absurd. You know, absolutely absurd. Well, I can say for sure that you are not sexist because I am sexist. And coming from a sexist, you guys, you guys aren't even close to as sexist as I am. So um, I, can, I, can vouch, I can vouch for that. What's next for Turtle Boy? It seems like you guys are growing. Um, I'm hoping that you guys can get back to where you were. I'm ha- certainly happy to help you get back to where you were. Uh, what's next for you guys? Do you have a project in the works? Yeah, we have a few. Um, obviously, things are difficult without social media. We're on Facebook. We just our Facebook pages get taken down, and we just make new ones or whatever. But it, it, we can't grow in the way we used to. We used to have one hundred twelve thousand followers on wow. Facebook. Wow. We've had thirty six pages taken down in the last year. Um, we currently have one with like thirty thousand followers, but whatever. We're, we can't count on Facebook. I'm permanently banned from Twitter. Right? What? If you came into my house, <laughs> by the way, so I can't even create accounts. Right? If I create an account right now. It'll get shut down in a second. So if you came to my house and logged into your Twitter account, you'd be kicked off too. Wow. Because they've my whole IP address. Uh, my wife can't make a Twitter account, nobody. And so where I'm getting with this is that the plans for the future um, involve growing but without social media, which will make it harder. And how do you do that? You need new bloggers in new places, right? Like Turtle Boy is a brand that can work anywhere. Like it started in Worcester. But the problems that Worcester has are not unique to Worcester. They're the same problems plaguing Lawrence and Lowell and Fall River and Providence and you name it. And so there can be Turtle Boy bloggers all over the country in theory, you know, and they build audiences as far as there. And that's how we would grow. That's kind of the master plan. Got it. Do you have a question for uh, Turtle Boy? No. Actually, my only question was what's next? 
Yeah, and yeah. You actually asked. Listen, me. I'm very excited about Turtle Boy. Uh, when I first found you guys, it was like it was like opening up a whole new world because I had never seen anybody cover news items uh, the way that you guys do. Uh, what are some of your favorite stories? Before we let you go, I mean, I want to try and give you as much time as I can because we really want to promote you. Uh, what are some of your favorite stories? Great question. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's been so many that I don't even know where to start. Just any, really anyone that kind of like involves people saying hilariously stupid things on Facebook, I find very amusing. You know, when people comment underneath, uh, you know, like the, when the police post that you've been arrested for something and then they show up and defend themselves and just make it a million times worse. I always get a chuckle out of those stories uh, and stuff like that. So I don't know if I have a specific one in mind. There's been so many, but uh, anything in that vein. Yeah. I love what you guys did in Methuen last week. That was hysterical, uh, only because I know all the, all the people involved. So as soon as I saw it, I just started chuckling out loud. And I, I can well, tell you – Go ahead. Here's the story. I forgot. Uh, the, the kid in the hospital that got stabbed. There's a kid up at uh, oh. Holy Family that got stabbed in the head, and the cops went and approached him and oh, asked him, like, why? Yeah, that was a good one, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 that was good. and they thought they were helping their case by going live on Facebook and broadcasting the kid telling the cop to go F himself. And, it, 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 and the, cop was, the, the cop was like, I don't want to, the kid, the, like, I don't want to interview you. If you bleed out, it doesn't really affect me. But the fact of the matter is, your car is covered in blood. So as a police officer, I'm like required to find out why. And he was very upset about that. Yeah, and, and they didn't really help their case either by posting the video on Facebook. I can tell you that uh, I got several calls from Methuen cops calling me saying, I know you know those Turtle, go- Turtle Boy guys. Thank them for what they did. Because a lot of the cops... Wow. A lot of the cops out there, you know, they deal with this crap on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and they're always the one that are suspect in doing something bad, and very few people yep. in the media defend them, and you guys do, so I appreciate mm-hmm. that. I know they do, too. Yeah, we're happy to defend working-class people like that, teachers, cops, firefighters, you know, nurses, first responders, people that get crapped on all the time. We're happy to be their voice. Now, can I announce on the show that, uh, that you've committed to coming to our bash this year again? We love having you. Yeah, I'll go. I don't care. That'd be, yeah, that, that'd be great. So anybody wants to come to the bash, you can get your picture with Turtle Boy and uh, and Mrs. Yeah. Turtle Boy, right? Mrs. Turtle Boy came last year to accept your First Amendment award. You no, guys – um, I was one of the bloggers. That was uh, Merrimack. Yeah, and hey, so Turtle Boy Sports got the Valley Patriots First Amendment award last year. You certainly deserve it. And we want you guys to come this year and give out the First Amendment award. It'd be, it'd be an honor. Uh, what, before we wrap up, why don't you um, tell people how they can find you, how they can find your book again. Just remind them, maybe they're just tuning in toward the end here, um, uh, how they can help you with your legal fights, uh, and, you know, anything, anything that you've got you need to promote. Yeah, they can find us on TurtleBoySports.com. Uh, on Facebook, you can follow one of our many pages, Turtle Boy Sports Forever, TV News, Clarence Woods Emerson, Philip V. Prentice. We have so many names. Uh, or you can just download our app. It's available on Google Play. Uh, you can uh, – we graciously appreciate any and all donations. Uh, but there's a PayPal button right on our site. Uh, we are attacked constantly. And so your uh, financial support is greatly appreciated, like Wikipedia kind of. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. Well, listen, we're being sued. You're being sued. Hopefully we can all work together to try and get through all of this. Uh, <laughs> well, tur- no, sorry, guys. 
I said, we're all being sued. It's all big one family party. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's all designed just to silence people. It's not because people were legitimately slandered or legitimately defamed. Exactly. It's, 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 exactly. it's all designed to make us spend money on lawyers and try and bankrupt us. So hopefully, you're going to be around for a long time. Uh, I'm going to make sure I download the app right after the show. I didn't know you had an app. Is that a way to get around the social oh, yeah. media stuff, to have people do an app directly on their phone? Yeah, I mean, it's convenient. You know, you just go right on your phone, and it's like, show you here. Um, I just go, instead of, you know, going on Safari and going to the site, I just go right here on my phone, and I click the turtle icon, and boom, I'm on the page. It brings me to, like, a list of the blogs, boom, like that. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm on the site. It's so much faster. People love it. And you also have I Am Turtle Boy. You can get that on Amazon. I'm surprised Amazon hasn't thrown you off, quite frankly. They're worse than Facebook, but they're still there for now, so that's yeah. great. Yeah, get, get, get I Am Turtle Boy. If you want to order T-shirts or uh, sweaters, you can get that at turtleboysports.com. Any final thoughts for us before we let you go? Well, I've always admired your work too, Tom, and I appreciate you having me on. And uh, give me the platform to talk about these very important issues affecting us all. The most important thing people need to take away from this conversation is whether they like what you publish or they don't, that you have the right to free speech and they ought to be defending it because they came for the turtle boy and you say nothing. Eventually, they're going to come for you and there's going to be nobody to defend your free speech for sure. So thank you yeah. so thank you so much yeah. for coming on. Hopefully we can work together. Maybe I'll even write a story for you sometime someday. I, I don't know if I can come up with the catchy phrases that you guys do, but uh, if anything happens, I'll I'll be more than happy to send something over your way. All righty, sounds good. Thank you, Turtle Boy, Uncle Turtle Boy, to, Uncle. to you hey, guys. Thanks. Awesome. So what do you think of that, Kiana? We had Turtle Boy. Uh, Aiden, his name is Aiden. Uh, we call him Uncle Turtle Boy for fun. Uncle. Uh, uh, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Turtle Boy. Um, and uh, these guys are fighting the same fight we're fighting. Yeah, you know? it just appears as if it's, you know, it's across the board. And it's hitting, obviously, the right hand a little bit more than it's hitting the left hand. Of course. And, um, you know... It's encouraging, though, to hear somebody else with, with you know, a big platform that's out there that just continues to go forward and says, I really don't care. You know, it is what it is. Let's fight for this amendment right. And, you know, we're not going to stop. We don't care. Hell and high water, death threats, you know, lawsuits. We're just going to keep pushing forward because this is something we need to maintain. And we need to, to continue to facilitate an atmosphere where we can have a platform to talk about whatever we want to talk about. If not, it's communism. I mean, like, what is it? And, and you bring up a great point. It, without it, it is communism. They're not calling it communism. But it is. It's it, communism. It's, it's it's silencing people with threats. It's silencing people with lawsuits. We're being sued. Um, anybody that's interested in helping us with our legal defense fund, we've got a GoFundMe page. Please, uh, if we have fifteen thousand people follow us on Facebook, if everybody gave a dollar, that's fifteen thousand dollars. I could get through this lawsuit. Yeah. Right. I'm not worried about losing the lawsuit. I really don't care if we lose a lawsuit. If we lose a lawsuit. We'll just we'll we'll make a we'll, it'll just be one more bill that I'll have to pay every month, right? I'll have, I'll have to pay to the lawyers. I'll have to pay to the guy that's suing me. Uh, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep the Valley Patriot going as long as we have your support, as long as we have your advertising. Uh, we're gonna keep this show going as long as we can, as long as we have your advertising and your support. So please share our our podcast. Please go to the GoFundMe page. Or if you know anybody that owns a business or manages a business, ask them to advertise with the Valley Patriot. Ask them to help us keep going. We will promote the living crap out of their business. We will go and we will patronize their business. And when you buy an advertisement in the Eagle Tribune, if you buy a ad, if you own a pizza shop or you're a lawyer and you buy an advertisement in the Lowell Sun, you know what you get? You get an advertisement. That's it. 
When you buy an advertisement with the Valley Patriot, you get us. You get promotions on this show. You get social media shares. We will come and patronize your business. We tell our friends, uh, and we will help bring you in new business. So it's a partnership, really. You're not just buying an ad from us. You're partnering with us. You're helping us keep going, and we're going to try and help you keep going. So, um, Ken, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show here? No, you know, it's just I feel like the bash is going to be really awesome. Now we, you know, beyond just having what are you going to be wearing for the bash? That's what most of my my male um, my my male followers have emailed me since I said you were coming to the bash. They they wanted to know what you were wearing. I mean, I don't mean to let them down, but it'll be something black and something classy. Black and cla- why would that let them down? That sounds pretty good, right? I... We should get Keanu up on stage to give out some awards or something. We'll, we'll have a, we'll have a new be our new award girl. Award girl. Award... Oh, another promotion, right? See, that's how we work Fabulous. here. I'm paying attention. It's all about it's all about looks, right? Uh, Ed, Ed, the voice of purgatory. Thank you very much for helping us get this. Um, this is the first time we've done an interview via Skype, and I think it worked pretty well. We had a few glitches. Well, it worked but... pretty well. Skype has its glitches, and you just got to live with them, right? And they can buy tickets in advance for the bash, correct? Yes, you can go on Eventbrite. I put the page up last night. You can go to eventbrite.com. We lowered the price because we want more people to come. It's our 15th anniversary. I can't believe this newspaper lasted 15 weeks, much less 15 years. When we started it, we thought it was going to fail within the first year, and I was going to have to go out and get a real job, and yet here we are. So um, go to eventbrite.com if you want tickets to the bash. Prospect Hill is going to be playing this year. And now Turtle Boy. And Turtle Boy is going to be there. We've got DJ Rick Belanti from uh, Bel Air Music is going to be playing music for dancing at the beginning. We give out scholarships to kids at Lawrence High School, the Greater Lawrence Vogue, and North Andover High. And we give out awards to police officers, firefighters, and veterans. Uh, We'll also have a book signing because Heroes in Our Midst Volume 2 will be out by then. We'll do a book signing before the bash. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please support free speech. If you don't, your free speech is next. They come for me. They come for Turtle Boy. If they win, they come for you. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.